0: welcome to oral presentations episode 56 cramptown ladies sing this song and other winter demons we are going to be doing krampus and any other sort of demon evil thing that hangs out in december i don't know if this really counts as learning definitely mythology maybe i mean this is this is like jersey devils from around the world when it snows out so not a whole lot of heavy learning going on on this one but it came in as a reco uh Shout out Rob Bernardo on Patreon was like, yo, do Krampus, and then he also said the history of Chris. I just, I just skipped that, I skipped the actual history of Christmas part, I went Krampus, and then what other Winter Demons we got, what else is going on here, so we're going to cover, and I didn't know, I found out I kind of, I kind of hated Krampus, and I didn't know about it, I, it was embarrassing to like, find out I felt some kind of way towards Krampus, because the recommendation came in, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, but I, I didn't really want to do it. And then I was like, why don't you want to do Krampus? I don't really, it was embarrassing to find out that I feel any kind of way about Krampus. I was like, yeah, you're definitely, let's do Krampus and then get some ghosts and some people dying in the snow. What's going on? Give me some like Jersey devils. Who's attacking people? I don't think it's December yet. Tomorrow, December starts, but it's holiday spirit time. So I hope your Thanksgiving went well. I think, I think maybe people fought less this year because there's less face to face, but I hope, hopefully everything went all right with you guys. So anyway, easy one. Early December. Let's do some Christmas ghosts. What the hell is going on here? And why did I have a problem with Krampus? To be, it's because I I swear to God, like seven years ago, I was in a conversation about the how it was like around December, and I'm like a It's a Wonderful Life guy. Like I like old, I'm, I'm an old man, dude. I like the old man movies. And somebody brought up Krampus, and I didn't. I remember she brought it up, and I didn't like. I liked the person who brought it up, and like didn't have a problem with it, but just inserting Krampus into that conversation which is insane to still think about I don't even talk to that girl ever after. I didn't really even, she was like an acquaintance she was like in my life seven years ago spiked Krampus in my head and then I was like I don't like Krampus <laughs> and it's still stuck in there so fu- all right let's work that out I'll actually learn what Krampus is I thought they made it up honestly when she brought it up I thought I think it's when a movie came out about Krampus so when she brought it up I thought that I thought I didn't know Krampus was anything. I thought it was just like a, a horror movie that somebody made up to go with Christmas. There's like a whole... It traces... Well, there's two different Krampus. We'll get... We'll cover Krampus first. If you just want hot Krampus info, that's going to be the beginning. And then we'll run down... You ever see Cabin in the Woods? That horror movie where... Remember the... the if you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods... Um, how do I make this short? There's a bunch of creatures and monsters and all sorts of shit and a secret bunker lair of the government. I know, right? Go watch it right now. Why even listen to this? Go watch Cabin in the Woods. How good does that sound? Anyway, so at one point in time in the movie, somebody breaks into that compound that's like a mythical creature jail and then hits the button to let all the creatures out. Seriously, you should go watch that movie. How good does that sound, right? Anyway, so this episode is going to be kind of like that, but in December... So let's see what's in these cages, because whenever that happens in the movie, I'm always like, dude, you could just stop and sidebar this for another three hours to just tell me what's in those cages. Because the, the scene where they all get out is pretty short. I'm telling you, you could run off like another sequel, just tell me about what was in there. Just what, just run it down. What kind of ghosts are they? The guy with the zippers? Does he eat you with the zippers? Is there poison inside the zippers? What, You know, there's so many questions. So I want to do an episode like that. It's the first holiday episode. So we'll do, uh, oh, also information I learned on the podcast coming into play in my life. There was a leak. So like we did the indoor plumbing episode. So I wasn't a total novice at looking at pipes. I was still, it was still a father son project where my job was like, just stand there. It was good. You ever, I'm sure you've done this where like you're working on something with a dude and like, you don't know that it's not joke around time. But there's that you just missed it. You didn't pick up that there was tension there because somebody something's going wrong. You didn't pick up on it. And it's but it's definitely not joke around time. I hit one of those today. Cause so I was learning about like gnomes and stuff, which we'll get to. So as we were fixing this leak and trying to figure out where the fuck the water's coming from, I I was just spouting off gnome facts. <laughs> and then I realized that like, ooh, it's time to be quiet in the project. I don't know. I you've definitely done that. You definitely at least know what I'm talking about, where if somebody's working on something, you, you switched when it became serious work on things time. Like, it was a light atmosphere when you guys had a plan going, and you started working on it, and then you missed when that 90 seconds of silence went by. And you didn't even know you were in the emotional Thunderdome. If you joke around, you didn't know that it was not the time to joke around. But it's always good to be reminded of one of those. Definitely not the first time I've done that by accident. But anyway, so we're going to December Cabin in the Woods it. Let's do Krampus first. And then we'll run all the way down to the gnomes that hopefully you enjoy hearing about a little bit more than the, uh, the person I told about it earlier. All right, first up, Krampus himself. Why don't I like you? I definitely, I'm telling you, I went into this, this topic with the opposite. I did genies a while ago, and I went into genies with such high expectations of like, I can't wait to learn about genies, and they kind of let me down. Going into this Krampus all the way. I would expect nothing out of it. I didn't think. I thought it was a movie theater made it up in 2013. So, but it actually turned out way better than I thought. So opposite of genies coming into this one. So anyway, Krampus. There's two different. There's two different kinds of Krampus. You got the pagan Krampus, and then you got integrated Christian Krampus. Now, the Krampus. He, he's got a bad reputation. We'll get to who gave him that reputation in a second. But if you know about Krampus, he eats, drowns, and drags kids to hell around Christmas time. So, and he ends up teaming up with Santa in a second. But when it first started out, Pagan Krampus was dudes dressing up in December. Didn't have anything to do with Christmas or anything. Just like a seasonal holiday. Dudes would dress up like mummers in December. Dance around. Having a winter festival. You know, that's what it was. It was party time. It was time to let loose. We're going to get hammered to the mummers. Going crazy. Somebody plays a trumpet. You're going. That was the original like Pagan Krampus festival type thing that was going on. All right, and then that gets pushed back from the Christian Church as the Church imposes more societal control. Every like once a year, these guys, these Mummers, get together and what they while out, and it's kind of against uh, what the society, the Church is trying to create. So there's there's religious tension. So the Mummers decide that th- this is this sounds like an like an Uncle workaround trick where it's like they, the Krampus party guys, go to the church and they're like, hey, what's up? We understand what you're saying now. Party time is very important to us. What we'd like to do is do you have somebody you want to add to our party so the church adds St. Nick into the Krampus Mummer's Day party. The Krampus mummer guys are happy because they get to keep partying down and the church is happy because now they feel like well the mummer guy may try, you know, we got a we got a we got somebody in there. It's not just a wild party thing, it's kind of associated with us. So that was the compromise that happened for a while, but that's how pagan Krampus first got integrated into the church it was they were just partying too much they were looking to like work around somehow and still get a permit to be able to block a couple blocks off and have their parade so but that's how the church and Krampus first got together now they say that there was a Krampus like preacher henchman under a lady Santa Claus back in the day in Germany that they that they try to tie Krampus into but I think that was a separate thing so I think Krampus first got together with the church when the party time was integrated I think the German lady Santa Claus henchman thing. I don't know if that's actually directly related because the German lady Santa Claus would either bring kids coins or would kill them and stuff them with vegetables like the, like a Midsommar death at the end of that movie. Pretty tough justice from Santa Claus there. But uh, anyway, so then that lady Santa Claus had helpers And then they said Krampus looked like one of the helpers. I don't think that really ties into things. I think the church and Krampus got together, integrated that festival. And then eventually over time, since St. Nick represented the good of the festival, Krampus came to represent the evil and then representing evil in something that's kind of co-signed by the church. That guy, Krampus now gets lumped in with the devil. And so then as time went by, Krampus becomes more and more evil where now he's St. Nick's partner and he's following him around and he kills kids sometimes. And then... One version was that Santa Claus used Krampus as a hitman, where Santa Claus would come. And if he leaves a kid coal because you were bad, one, you're pretty bummed that you didn't get any presents. You only got coal. And two, that coal is actually like a homing beacon because Krampus is going to come kill whoever got that coal. He's like a hitman at the end. It was like a, a tracer in that money in no country. Don't, you don't want to get... Krampus had a couple years where he was a hitman there. But yeah, so he, sort of, and he might... How he kills you if you're a kid, I don't know. He might drown you. Or he might drag you to hell and torture you the whole time. Again, it was kind of uh, like Krampus's delight, how he would like to murder you if you got marked by Santa's coal. Oh, one more thing about Krampus. People still have Krampus days in Europe. This is a European thing, but they still kind of Krampus out over there. So much so that there was one version around Austria where it was like a Krampus day. I think it's like the day or two days before Christmas. Where your town kind of turns into a bar crawl. Where everybody's doors open. And then if you go to somebody's house, they have to give you a beer. That didn't sound so bad. I mean, that's... I mean, I guess it's traces back to the wild party times. But then your whole town just turns into a bar crawl. And you got to see your... Ne- it depends if you know your neighbors or not, honestly. So that's Krampus. I don't know. I hated that guy. I thought somebody just invented fucking Krampus, man. Right? Not as bad as I thought. Now, on to the cabin in the woods creatures. All right. So all these things... Sore of like Krampus hang out around the holiday season or their snow beasts. We're going to do the first two depressed ones. Two of these things were made because they handled breakups poorly. So we're going to do those two first. And then I think we're going to end up with the dwarves. All right. So, out the gate. First cabin of the woods creature. It's called... It's a lady in Japan. She's immortal. Her name's Yuki Ona. Which translates into snow woman, snow girl, or snow hag if you want to be... You know, about it. Anyway, so she's a mortal Japanese woman. Technically, she's a ghost, but she can look like a person. Now, she has been through a bunch of bad breakups. She walks around in the woods. Now, she does look like a lady. She has white skin, uh, white kimono, like a whole lady form. No feet. She floats around, but you got to get close to see that. She apparently has really nice purple eyes, black hair. She's very attractive. This is part of how she kills you. Watch out. So... Her problem, and why she's so sad, and why she's been through so many bad breakups, is she finds a dude, a regular dude, falls in love with him, then he gets old and he dies, and she's immortal, so she's just so sad. She just keeps losing husbands left, right, and center, so she's pretty bummed out. Now, you gotta watch out. She can make ice weapons, and she is very pretty and friendly, but this is what makes her deadly, because if she seduces you and you have sex with her, you die. I know, right? How's she falling in love with these guys for these long relationships? I don't know how this is happening either. But these are just the rules for the Yuki gi oh You're really not going to have a problem with this unless you're in the mountains of Japan. But just in case, you got to walk away. She's going to try to... Sometimes she shows up naked, by the way. So really, I mean, if you see her, you got to... Thanks, but no thanks. You're going to try to say what's up. She's trying to trap you. Now, if she doesn't seduce you right away and kill you that way... She may freeze you and then take her back, like take you back to her cave and then decorate her cave with you like Star Wars Yeti style. That might happen. And it didn't say whether or not she kills you then or she keeps feeding you to keep you alive as like a wall decoration in her cave. So, I mean, really walk away from this one if you can. She's going to try to talk to you. Oh, she's also a vampire. If she's running low on life force, uh, that's why you can't kiss her or do anything with her because she'll suck your life force out of you. Watch out. Again, mountains of Japan, low probability you're going to run into that one, but that is a sad lady who handled a breakup poorly and became a mountain ghost. All right, dude counterpart. This dude also bad with breakups. He is a chinu, and I wrote in parentheses, this is like a drama queen yeti. All right, apparently this guy's up in Maine, and his name translates into walks around the woods. Now, apparently, his big trait is that he is depressed and cold-hearted. So much so that his heart, the actual heart inside of him, is made out of ice. And he's bummed out all of the time. He's just walking around the woods bummed out. It's hard to see him because apparently these guys, they they roll around in the woods and get all camouflaged. So they're dirty. They're all fucking sad. They got sticks hanging out of their shirt. (laughs) So here's the thing. They only eat their own. So a chinu, if he's in the woods... He won't come and get you unless you're depressed. And then he comes to try to hang out with you and he might eat you. Which I thought, do you get a warning? Like, if you start getting real sad, does a Chinu show up and they're like, hey man, just telling you. Nobody else knows, but you're on my list. They said to stop by, see if I'll fucking eat you or not. I don't know, but either way, he feeds on his own type. So if you're super sad, watch out. Chinu come to get you. Oh, they'll kill you if they start screaming. That's another, you know what? That's like a Sindel from Mortal Kombat move. But aside from just eating you, which is what they're going for, because they're oh, when they eat you, they get your heart too. So they have like a gumball machine of hearts inside of them. It plays into how you kill them. Yeah, don't let them start screaming around you. They'll blow your head up like Sindel, dude. That is, that is a moral combat death. Watch out for that. We already went over the dirty stick camouflage they use. All right, how do you kill these fucking things? First off, if you find one, try to get it to eat a salty dish. It said salt. I think a salty dish would also kill it. So if you get this thing to eat salt, apparently that goes down and it melts his heart. That's your number one option. Number two, chop his body up into little pieces. It doesn't say what to do with the little pieces. You just got to chop him up, I guess spread them around. I would keep them far away from each other if you go with the chop it up in the little pieces thing. I don't know if he can heal. Third option, you're looking at potions. And there's a couple different potion options. There's a couple different potions you can use. But... The one, the effect that a potion had, if you get him to drink it, I mean, maybe put some salt in there too, just double up just in case. But if you have one of these potions with or without salt and he drinks it, he's going to get super sick and he'll, what you're looking for him to do, you got to watch him. He's going to throw his heart up like a dog. And then once his heart is out of his body, they don't say what to do with it. I would guess burn it or step on it. But here's the thing about multiple hearts with the gumball, the the gumball belly he has, he's going to throw up all the hearts. So you don't really know which one's his heart. Watch out for that. What if you hit this dude? So this is the depressed, the male depressed ghost. Also, if you got a bum a buddy who's like pretty sad, just send him like the uh, like the wiki on the ch- on a chinu and be like, hey man, how you been? I don't know. Be careful. It's a holiday season. Don't hurt people's feelings unless you have to. But uh, I don't know. If you're good friends, make fun of him for that. All right. Next up in the cabin in the woods lineup. Queerin here oh kick quern here we go i wrote it like i knew i was going to say kick quern now this one is immortal so you, you, you just have to deal with it you can't kill this one but upside it's dumb this is one this is not the dumbest one we got some really idiot goblins coming up in a second this is the second dumbest one in the lineup if you let his cage open in the cabin of the woods thing he might stay in there this guy is a fucking idiot now this is a bald dog ghost, but it's not all the way bald. It's, co- it's one of those gross hairless cats, but it's got tufts on it. You got tufts around the mouth. I'm going to guess on the tail, probably at the end, poodle style, but definitely around the hands and the feet and around his mouth and ears. But other than that, you're dealing with one of those Dr. Evil cats, but it's a big dog. This thing's pretty gross looking, but it's stupid. Now, how it affects you. If it gets close to you, you start going insane. So you don't really know if this thing's, you, are you in a bad mood or are you in the woods and one of these kickworm gross dogs is kind of getting close to you. You don't really know. Like think about the most out of control, nuts, neurotic you've ever been. You might, you just start doing that once this thing gets close to you. But if it gets too close to you, you just, you, your brain just goes, uh-uh, and then you just pass out and die. So watch out for these things. They are immortal, but here's where the dumb thing comes in. They will make you lose your mind, but they're dumb Because if you see them coming or you feel them coming, you just start screaming their name. That's how you you beat these things. You can't punch them. I I mean, you're not going to do any physical damage. They're immortal here. So if you see them, you just got to be like, yo, kick her. So if you see a wild dog, maybe just scream kick her under your breath just in case to keep it away from you. But yeah, this thing's immortal. I don't know how many of these are rolling around, but I wrote down they're like beach balls at a concert. Where, like, you really can't, it's just, if that thing comes close to you, you just got to fucking punch that thing on the other side, dude. Try to get it all the way, get, get it up in the grass. Get it the fuck out of here. Although, you can't really, like, punch, like, it's more of a splash. Because you say its named a Splash Away. But, either way, bad news, beach ball dog. Don't go insane on that one. That's a kickworm. Scotland has a second lizard I didn't know about. This, this is the next up on our cabin in the woods. It's named, uh, Nucket Honestly, this is the one that sounds the most made up. If I had to, if I had to get, it feels like Scotland's trying to make another lizard popular. But it's it's old, so it's been around. But it feels like maybe if the Loch Ness monster is kind of losing some of its luster in the media, they might try to make one of these up. But it's been around. All right, Nukalave. This thing is immortal. It lives in the ocean, so it's usually not problems. Even if you're on a boat, it just lives in the ocean. It's not fucking with you. The problem is when it gets out of the ocean. Because the ocean is what keeps it in check as far as its mystical evil powers. This one's definitely evil. Now, they say it's a combination of a horse and a man. They don't say how that's a combination. They don't say centaur. So I don't know what combination of horse-man you got. It does have a human head. But it might be horse body, human head in the middle, and then arms backwards coming out like the thing. It doesn't say how it's combined. Anyway, it doesn't have any skin or hair. It's just that it's like a nightmare adventure... Muscles on the outside horseman thing with a human head. And it says it has a human head because it's weight. It's a huge human head. It's like golden DK mode blue. It's like 10 times the size of a human head, no skin on it. And it's usually just chilling in the ocean. So apparently this thing can gallop up out of the ocean and it, it causes nightmares and famines, but only in this one part of Scotland. Now that I read it, it's a horse. It's not even the same thing as a Loch Ness Monster. I thought it was a lizard. I definitely read that wrong. I thought we were doing a second lizard in Scotland. Well, non-horse centaur with no skin on it. Either way, that's the Braveheart Nightmare horse with the DK mode head. Nukatave, watch out. Big head muscle horse. All right, next up, this is a race of giants. So I don't know how many of these would be in our cell in the cabin in the woods prison we had. I would guess maybe like six or seven. They would all come out. Together. I don't know. Either way, tornits These guys were they were living in northern Canada. Now, they just walked away from human civilization. There was no real end mark. They didn't die out. So what happened? The tornits are a race of giants. They're huge, like 40 feet tall. So they were showing up in northern Canada and then they encountered the Native Americans up there. Now there's two sides to this story, so I don't know if tornits are just misunderstood or if they're child murderers. So the Native American side of the story was that this race of giants, whenever the men would go out hunting, the race of giants would come and eat their wife and kids, right? So that's that's the knock on tornets. Were they eaten wife and kids? You know, that's one side of the story. Now there's another side of the story that Native Americans moved on to Tornet land, and the Tornets were trying to get along with people, but the Tornets couldn't make boats. So one day a teenage torrent stole a Native American kayak because Tornets couldn't make boats. They weren't very good at carving boats, apparently. So teenage Tornet takes the kayak, fucks it up, gets it a small accident. Everybody says they're sorry. It's a misunderstanding. The whole thing just sizzles out. Nothing happens, right? That night, Native American sneaks into that teenage Tornet's room, puts a knife in his throat, kills him. And then the, after that, the torrents are like, man, we are moving out of here. This is too crazy. We can't live around here. Sorry about that boat. But I feel like this really got out of hand. So either way, either they're child murderers who eat your wife and kids, or there is a misunderstanding over a kayak that was possibly stolen by a teenage tornado. Either way, if you see these guys, they're big as shit. They're normally Canada. I don't think anybody listens up there, but alleged race of giants that just left, they just kind of had enough and they were like, all right, well, back to Middle Earth or wherever the fuck we came from. Next up, this guy's not a monster. Uh, he's like a groundhog. it's like a groundhog day. It's, it's sort of a monster. All right, this dude, we're going back to Japan on this one. This guy's called the Yukajiji, which translates into old man of the snow. Now he's not a monster. He's not a Yeti. He's just a dude, right? Okay. But he does have groundhog day, like mystical powers. Now this guy looks like Gandalf the gray from Lord of the Rings, but he's in Japan. And once a year, he makes like a WWE avalanche entrance into a town And based upon how that entrance goes with all the pyro and the avalanche going, the villagers read him as like a groundhog day to see whether or not they're going to eat next year. Yuki Gigi, he looks like Gandalf the Grey, but he's in Japan. He's in the mountains. Old guy, white hair, Mr. Manhattan skin, white skin like glowing. Apparently he's an ancient mountain god. And Yeah, once a year he will just hit a big old avalanche and just boogie board down there. And then if you if he bangs a left, it means good harvest. If you bangs the right, you're only gonna eat like a couple of potatoes. Maybe some people are gonna starve. Yukijiji. Okay, you're gonna have to murder this next one if you come in contact with him. This guy's called the Manhaha, or the Mahaha. Okay, this is northern Canada. This is a mostly naked dude who lives. He's living in the woods. A lot of these live in the woods when it's cold out. Okay, so mostly naked dude in the woods. He's got a body like a long, twenty-six-year-old who smokes too many cigarettes. Can you picture what I'm saying here? Long, long, smoking cigarettes, bad posture, almost uh, like almost kind of naked, walking around the woods, sort of bluish skin. Definitely looks like a winter ghost, right? That's what you're dealing with here. Now, if this guy finds you, what he's going to be looking to do is tickle you to death. That's how he. That's how he does it. So if you come on this this concave. Gargoyle looking long guy, right? You find him, he's gonna try, he's gonna try to tickle your Tootsies. Watch out. He's coming up to get you. Now, you kill this guy. You, you have to kill him. He is gullible, though. So the way that's advised to deal with one of these mahahas is that he comes up to you and he starts he starts tickling you or he gets close enough to tickle, you just start talking to him. He likes to talk. If you can get him talking, then you're supposed to lure him over to a river, and then you're supposed to be like, hey man, I'm so thirsty. You want to take a drink of that river first? And then you Push him into the river and you kill him. You murder him. You have to kill this one or else he'll tickle you to death. Also, don't touch his skin. You freeze. Anything that touches his skin, that's how he dies in the river. So you trick him into the and you push him in, you kill him, and then you watch him freeze in that river. And then, and then you, you I mean, I don't know if you're going to tell people about finding this guy or what. Maybe probably just keep it to yourself. Nobody's going to believe you. But. If some guy with no shirt on who's long comes up and tries to take you to death, push him in a river after you trick him I mean I, even if it's not a maha, that would still work if it's just a dude out there, you just push him in that river. I gotta go. I mean don't kill him honest I mean, don't kill anybody if it's a maha, push him in the river. sorry about that, although who's out in the fucking woods with no shirt on? I'm not sorry about that all right, next up, oh, these are the goblins, all right these guys are idiots too. The Kalikant Zari. Now, these are Greek goblins. Now, most of the year, they live inside of the earth. You got to stay with me on this one. So, these are small Greek goblins living inside of the earth. And the whole year, they try to chop down the tree of life, which sustains life on earth. So, these goblins, nine months of the year, are already trouble trying to kill us all, chopping down that tree of life. But they come on out for about three months, and they make a bunch of trouble. Now, they are idiots, so you can trick them. December, they come out at night and you're supposed to be able to know that these things have started coming out because way less frogs will be around because when these things come out, they just start eating fucking frogs. They, I bet they think about frogs all year down there in the middle of the earth. That's apparently how you how you know they're around. The frogs just start getting crushed. No more ribbits, dude. This goblin showed up. They're, I caught one eating a frog. Oh God. I saw a video of some guy eating a frog a while ago. It's fucking gross. Anyway, the Calicansari. if they're coming out, frogs are getting eaten, watch out. Here's how you beat them, though. You just hang a calendar outside. These goblins love, they have like OCD. These are like OCD Greek goblins. So if they're coming to your house and a lot of frogs are getting eaten around, you're finding frog skulls laying around, that's no good. What you do, you just hang a calendar on your front door. And then, because the goblins can't count above two. So they come out and they try to like get inside, because they're going to try to get inside your house and fuck a bunch of shit up. It doesn't say exactly what they do. I don't think they slit your throat in your sleep or anything, but they'll definitely pour your sugar out and eat some cookies. You don't want them in there. They're just try to get in through your chimney. Put a calendar on the front door. The things come to your front door, and then they just can't get past too. They just sit there. They just stare at it all night like it's a Monet. They're mesmerized. They can't just hypnotize them, and then, oh, they can't exist in daytime. So when they come to your house, they start reading the calendar at 1 a.m., 5.30, they got to get out of there. Sun's coming up. Hang a calendar outside. Greek OCD goblins. And then last up, oh, these are the French gnomes. Hopefully you guys like hearing about this better. I brought these up earlier. It was not well received. Uh, These things are little French gnomes. They live up in the mountains most of the year. They're on an opposite hibernation schedule as bears. And as I say that, I don't, I didn't look that up. I'm going off bear knowledge I learned in fourth grade where bears sleep during the winter. And they're moving around during the summer, right? Okay, the barber go the other way. They're sleeping. They don't like the hot weather. They're fucking, they're out during the summertime. But wintertime, they're moving around. Now, they only hang out in the forest. And they they don't even fit for the cabin in the woods thing. Like, they wouldn't even be a creature. They don't, they don't fuck with anybody. If they, 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 they're not trying to hang out. They're not going to, you're not going to have a conversation with one of these things. Now they're they're very small, also they have huge feet. That's the only way you'll know. They have huge tennis racket feet. I don't know if they go barefoot or what, but they got and they dig with them. Which is I mean, I guess if you could make it work, but that would be odd to watch. I don't know if they use a helicopter thing or a flipper. I'm not sure how you're supposed to do that, but it said the barbagazi they're mountain gnomes and they're they're digging around with their feet. They're making little tunnels. A network of feet tunnels. So watch out, but they're not, I mean, if you try to kidnap one, somebody tried to kidnap one once, He brought it down to town, it turns into snow. You know, you don't want to kill one that way. Leave them in the forest. Also upside, if you get stranded and break your leg terribly, these things might save your life with their giant gross feet. Don't look at them too much. Don't make fun of them. They might be insecure about it. They're small. They dig with them. You got a broken leg in two places anyway. Just smile and be like, thank you so much. Anyway, so that's the Barbagazi. Guys, episode 56. Cramptown ladies sing this song and other winter demons. Oh, oh, tomorrow's the 30th. It's not the first of December. I thought it was the first of December. It doesn't, but this is, it's definitely holiday season. Thanksgiving's over. Next thing's Christmas, right? That's what we're all doing. And then you got new years and then 2021, right? I guess that is going to be 2020 is going to come to an end. I don't know. 2021, we got to do like an adventure one new year. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. And, uh, I'll talk to you later on this week in Patreon And if not, I'll see you next Monday. All right, I'll see you guys. Take it easy.